Hello and welcome to Trax, Brighton's premier music podcast. My name is Tim. And my name is Harry. And this is episode number 80. Did you almost forget what it was? No, as in like, I, I just felt it needed no more build-up than the fact that it's 8-0. Yeah. And also, we're going to let you into a little secret, listeners. This yeah. is going to be the 100th thing that we've released Including little tidbits, including little extras. Including a number of apologies, as people who tuned in last week will have noticed. Um, there have been things like that, but yeah, number 100 on the feed, which is quite exciting. So we're going to have a little a separate side party. S-s-separate. A little separate side. little s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-
<laughs> you yeah. said it, not me. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's been um, busy Christmas at work. Um, lots of, you know, Christmas is busy in the advertising world, as you would know, uh, as anybody knows if you watch TV or anything. Yeah. So work's been full on. Um, and apart from that, just kind of trying to do some nice personal things going out having a drink every now and then if I can if I can fit it in Um, I said earlier I haven't slept in five days we also said earlier that it's not true but you were like I I haven't slept in one day (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I haven't slept for ages I fully uh, went I went to sleep as I got on the train this morning pretty much like I sat down found found a seat like right conked out and I woke up at Victoria which I've never done oh really I used to do that all the time I've never woken up like I've never got the whole way through. Oh, that's what winter's for, mate. Because there's no like sun getting in your eyes and stuff. Yeah. Like you're just you're in. What you're in I <laughs> what I do kind of enjoy is opening your eyes and there's people there and then you close them <laughs> open again and they're either gone or they're different people. <laughs> and you <laughs> have to take a few seconds to like to understand that the people have just moved on. Yeah. It's really weird. Like you, you open your eyes and there's this old guy next to you, and then you open your eyes and there's no one there, and then you open your eyes again and the, the whole thing is like brimming with people. Yeah. And you open them again and you're, you're there. It's just just odd. It feels like you're in some kind of time warp. It is. It is funny because like, I mean, imagine if that was the case in in your bedroom. Like you just open your eyes and there's loads of people there. <laughs> what? You open your eyes and your bed's gone. <laughs> you open your eyes and your family's different. It's weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're a thriller minute with your tales of commutes and working hard. I know, it's... I mean, there hasn't been a lot going on. I mean, there was, but we'll get that to that in the highlight section. Um, But that's kind of what it's been for me. Like, I I would love to... Oh, forget. I went to Wales um, and (laughs) I... (laughs) I saw some lovely mountains in uh, Llangollen. Yeah, see, this is much more interesting than the shite you've just been talking about. I know. What are you doing about train journeys? I Tell us about the mountains. I didn't think cared about my personal life. Well, but that's all I've angled about every week. I know. I wish you'd <laughs> <I know>. stop. <laughs> um, yeah, I was in lovely Wales and it was absolutely beautiful. Like, some kind of places. Um, my girlfriend's family kind of um, took me out a little bit. And uh, I had some Welsh beer, had some food, went to some mountains. We went up this thing called the uh, Horseshoe or something, which is like a really dangerous road. Apparently everyone dies on there. Mm. Um, Did you die on there? Is that why? Is that <laughs> I get it wrong in the thing? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. There were no liquids involved. It was all just <laughs> mountains and fluids. I think I said. You said? Yeah, you did. <laughs> Water and fluid. Um, the two are different. Um, yeah, that was fun. Um walk through a nice village kind of uh it, it feels like the wrong time of year to be doing that kind of uh holiday-ish stuff yeah although like it's um, a very summery thing going through like a little village sort of but i do like a kind of um uh exposed to the elements walk in the winter like do you know when you like you've got you've been for a walk out in the countryside and then you get into like a country pub or whatever it is and your cheeks are like burning a little bit from the wind yeah. as you go into like the warm atmosphere again. Like, that's a really nice feeling. And like you're maybe by a fire and you're just warming up a little bit. It's like, oh, mm. you'd feel like you're in a picture book. Exactly. Well, there was moments like that. We sat, we didn't actually sit down on the sofa, but there was like a massive like um, 
not fire pit and a, a, a fire on the sun <laughs> in, in your house there's a fire on the wall what is that place fireplace fireplace thank you pit in your house there's a fire on the wall I've forgotten what it was um I found myself doing that more recently where I will say oh have you heard of um and then the word the name will go and then I'm just there just looking at me blank faced waiting for me to say the thing that I obviously wanted to say and then I'm just going that sounds like sounds like Alzheimer's or something are you okay no I've been doing it I've I mean I've done that forever that's just me I mean listeners know that maybe I've cut things to sound like I don't do that but how often do I say about to talk about a band or an artist or a person and I don't know their name yeah like it's all the time yeah fucking <laughs> life um so yeah I've had some lovely little rocky walks and all sorts nice it's been nice nice how about you uh it's been a testing week mm-hmm. for sure um yeah I don't wanna no no please do tell <laughs> pray tell pray tell pray tell <laughs> um yeah it's been a bit testing and older personal department uh, not like that <laughs> everything down there's fine <laughs> you'll be glad to know clean bill of health and all that um uh yeah but there's been a bit tricky the kind of uh the opposite of a highlight but like the thing that stands out most to me was my car breaking down really? right in the middle of like a um you know outside a train station where there's like a little pickup point and like you just just as you're pulling in there but I hadn't quite pulled in there really and like the car just suddenly went did you park well I mean I was stopped I mean were <laughs> you in a parked position <laughs> not really yeah, I was kind of stuck out of it um hmm. yeah and that was quite like uh traumatic and I realized in that moment that you know, I generally and there's only one thing to do. Yeah, I generally like I go around feeling. I, I think most people in their sort of mid twenties will sympathise with the the idea of like, you sort of know that you're a, you're probably a grown up now. Like, you should be a grown up. Yeah, but like you're also a little bit not. Um, you're very much a child. Like for example, a grown up child. Yeah, when I was at my mum's birthday the other week, this this bugged me and it still bugs me now actually and mum you're going to be listening to this and it this <laughs> bugged me uh, she's got some friends Sal and Rob shout out Sal and Rob up in York um, and everyone was just kept like using my age as like this marker of being really young and immature it's like do you know when we met Sal and Rob they were the same age as Tim <laughs> and we were friends with them it's like I'm a grown up I'm 26 years old um, but Anyway, yeah, my car broke down and I just suddenly thought, like, I need a man to come help me. <laughs> like, just, I, I, like, I phoned you and was yeah, like, well, is your dad around? <laughs> <laughs> he was the most manly person. 20 to 7, of. Tim's calling me. I'm like, what the hell's happening here? Yeah. So I, I couldn't think of what you needed. Um, I, n- I never phone you either. No, you don't phone. No. Occasionally text every now and then. You leave me alone all the time. It's sad. Oh, shut up. I'm um, constantly barraging you yeah barraging like Nigel Farage <laughs> barrage can't see Nigel barraging me um yeah and I get the call and it's like hi <laughs> like, what's up like, my, my car's broken down like don't know what you want from me I was honestly thinking like I think I said did you want you me to I'm... just come and meet come and meet you for moral support or <laughs> yeah, it did a little bit <laughs> you kind of bled in the question of 
I just wondered if your dad had a, <laughs> a jump cable. Yeah. It's like, no. Yeah. I mean, he probably did, but he was miles away from you. No, but I was hoping you were at home and you and your dad might come and save me. It was quarter to seven. You know I wouldn't be at home. To be honest, I wasn't really thinking. I was just like, oh, God, who... But this is what I mean. Like, all all my kind of adult masculine energy just drained out of me and I was just like a little flower. Just like, help me. Um, but then, eventually, you'll be glad to know, listeners. I mean, <laughs> I, I was so proud of myself as well. It's how ridiculous it is. Like, I... Um, Went and spent fifty pounds, fifty English pounds, on a little gadget that jump starts your where car. Where did you buy this? Like in a garage near where I was broken down. Is that down the stairs to on the way to Jack's? Uh, it's quite late. No, like I mean, this is poor podcasting. Okay, we'll carry material. on. Let's just go on. <laughs> um, just around the corner by yeah. Tesco. <laughs> there was like it's like this little. It looks like a hard drive, and then it's got like the cables attached to it, and yeah. literally. It's got like a QR code on it that you can watch a little YouTube video and this old man tells you how to jumpstart your car. And all you have to do is put the clips in the right place and then press on and then turn your engine on and it fixes it. It jumps your battery straight away. A very, very simple thing, but you should have seen my face when I managed to make it work. I was was grinning from ear to ear. I fixed it. I fixed car. Yeah, honestly, I've never felt so, uh, so, like cloud nine immediately at like quite a minor achievement, massively enhanced by a relatively expensive gadget. It is quite expensive, but it sounds kind of genius. I, I don't know how I haven't ever heard of that. I know. I think Dad's birthday present sorted Christmas. Yeah. Well, I uh, think it'd be quite disappointing to be like, <laughs> doesn't really often happen to me that I'll need this. <laughs> Well, I was thinking it's like a new business. I I rent myself out on Gumtree as a little jumpstart man. I think how much are you gonna pay? Get make and pay fifteen pounds really per jump. Per I'm jump. not gonna do this. By the way, if listeners are thinking I would like my car jump started by Tim <laughs> Garrett, if I had done, I'd be getting you to do it. It'd be fun <laughs> just to see your grin as you walked off. I did it. Yeah, I did that. Uh, so yeah, that was kind of like the most memorable part of what has been an interesting and trying week. <laughs> it's amazing when you kind of, when something goes wrong, like you say, and you feel kind of, you, you're capable enough to uh, fix it. And you, you know, if you try, you probably get there. But often the first thing is, mum, yeah, mummy, mummy, I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah. Mum, I need help with this or that or Usually just usually I don't want them to help me. I just want them to, to know that I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be thinking about me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's like, um, I kind of... So, obviously, first I phoned my actual dad. Um, but the car is also his car, and I was miles away from him, so... And then you called your fake dad. Uh, yeah. Well, this is the thing. So, he was, my, my actual dad couldn't help. Uh, he would have in any other circumstances. Um, and then I was, like, sort of looking... I was looking through my phone and I was thinking like, how far down the, like, <laughs> at what point do I become embarrassed to start phoning people and be like, hell no. <laughs> um, it turned out you were second and I wasn't embarrassed at all. <laughs> no. Well, I was like, why are you in Hove? And you're like, that is not the question for right now. <laughs> well, because you were just chatting. I was like sat in the middle of a road in a broken down car. Because I didn't know like, what was happening. You was like, so where are you? What? What's up? Why are you in Hove then? You're like, that is not for me. <laughs> I was like, come on. Straight to the point. Yeah, classic you. 
beating around the bush. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, speaking of which, we should probably stop doing exactly that and move on to what is customary to kick off any good or bad episode of Tracks. Nice one. Some musical highlights of the week. Give it to me. Alrighty, so... Like I kind of said I was going to earlier, there was something musical that happened within my week, and it was actually last night. Um, I went to the Roundhouse in London, Camden, uh, or at least close to Camden, um, to see, uh, officially to see uh, Rex Orange County, who was supporting Bad Bad Not Good, who... It's one of those bands you know the name of, like not you, but people would probably know the name of more than they do know what they do, or kind of who they are. Um, and I can categorically say that was me. You know, yeah. I didn't. I knew that they were kind of jazzy hip hop. Yeah. Uh, kind of a bit of a merge. I remember that mainly jazzy. Yeah, I remember there being like a conversation. I think it might have been at Ben Brooks's birthday. Like around a barbecue, lots of people saying their name over and over again, and I was just, we were basically like, "Stop saying those words." <laughs> bad, bad, not good. <laughs> I just don't know what you're talking about. It's one of those names that kind of looks like it's a good name, but it's annoying to say. I don't like it. I don't like because I don't like Bombay Bicycle Club just because I hate saying it. BBC. Yeah, but people who don't know, I was like mm, the BBC. Yeah, but I also hate saying it because it's like. Have you seen Bobby Bicycle Club? <laughs> Bobby, 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 it's always that's no, just a nuisance. Yeah. But Bad Bad Not Good isn't much better. I agree. It's very much in the same ballpark. For me, it's also like obviously the worst version of it all. But do you remember Dan and Yeah, yeah. Like that's what Bad Bad Not Good feels a little bit like to me. Was it? How many was it? Was it Dan and Anacroid or Dan and I can sort of see it in my mind's eye. How many? There was loads of them. You just looked at it and you're like, what? What is that? But anyway, uh, we were there, me and Sarah. Um, we kind of, you know, perks of the job, got there. Uh, nice little tickets. Do we want a seat? Do we want to stand? And I cho- and I was like, I've got a bag on. Let's let's see. Let's sit upstairs, which isn't very often I'll do that. But I knew uh, Rex Orange County would probably only do a short set. It was half an hour. Um, I would firstly just like to say really amazing yeah. like you I can see this guy going a long way um very cool very cool very, he was like kind of a like these kind of baggy trousers and just look like a guy off the street kind of thing like he's not trying to play it cool he just very much just is yeah beautiful voice like fantastic like um soft and they are these rich um instrumentals that kind of they're almost sparse in a way like they they remind me very much and I don't know if it's just because of his link with him but the way Tyler has these uh, kind of classical instrumentals in his music yeah. that aren't you know they're, they're very nicely written but then they're, they're obviously not um, like if you got somebody who was very classically trained and could piece an orchestra together and write for them they would sound even more flushed out Fleshed yep. out, sorry. Flushed out. <laughs> <laughs> but these, uh, they're sparse, but they're just very pretty. They're very yep. nice. Uh, and his his album is full of them. Like, I think I only mentioned it very briefly in the episode that we did last. Um, 
and his mix of soft, nice vocals with a kind of rap, mm. rap style in there as well. It's it's like like a culmination of lots of different styles, and then kind of this latest single that I think you played um, a couple of weeks ago. I believe I did. Um, what was that called? I can't remember. <laughs> Loving is easy. Loving is easy. Um, he played that, and that was absolutely brilliant. That that's up there with that might be one of my I say one of my singles of the year in Ooh. terms of in the top twenty. Well, we're closing in on the Tracks Awards two thousand and seventeen. We are. So you better be careful with that kind of talk because, like I said, in top soon, twenty, you're soon going to be held to account. <laughs> Anyway, I thought he was absolutely amazing, but um, I'm going to go for a highlight. I'm going to go with Bad Bad Not Good because I didn't think they... I, I thought they were good, and I was surprised how much I liked them. There was there was that smoothness of that kind of Bonobo has, yeah. and we're going to see it next week. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of making... Because I kind of thought, I haven't really seen this kind of music live. Um, I mean, I've seen kind of bad jazz bands and stuff because I went to uni with a lot of them some bad bad not good some, yeah exactly <laughs> some bad bad not good bad bad not good bands um, so I kind of know what they're like but I think this is the best of that kind of stuff that I've seen they they, they had my interest but um, it's a bit annoying because basically the half the reason why I left in the middle <laughs> Was uh, <laughs> this is not sounding like a highlight at all? It you, is a you highlight. You built this up, and now it's like the, the I whole, did leave. I mean, Rex Orange County was my highlight. I mean, I booed. <laughs> I, I, I spat on them, <laughs> um, but they're my highlight. No, I mean, Rex was my highlight, but I've played him quite a bit, okay. so I'm having them as my highlight because I did really like them. I had to leave because I had to get back to Brighton um, that night, and I couldn't leave it too late. But the main reason was because I'd had quite a lot to drink. Really? before this gig and I kind of made the mistake of being like I'll be fine so I had another pint sat down right in the middle of all the seats like people on my left people on my right got through Rex's set then we got to them kind of three songs in and I'm about to explode <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much on the edge of my seat rocking kind of <laughs> pretending that I'm rocking to the beat you know when all music kind of yeah. it goes numb you go numb almost and you can't yeah. hear anything because you're just thinking I hope they play for another three seconds and then they're done <laughs> Yeah. and it, it got to the point where I was like Sarah so when are you going to go are you going to go soon or I don't really mind when we go if you want to go soon that's fine yeah. Um. and she's like yeah let's go at the end of the song and I was like yeah, yeah I think you're right let's probably do that and oh my god I just ran out of there crawling over people's legs yeah. just to go to the toilet um, see, I, I, at this point, I, well, actually, I mean, we, I'm not going to do it. It's a conversation for another episode, but I really what? do want to ask you, like, what your memory of when you needed a wee the most is. That might be it. Is that really the worst you've ever had? No, the worst I ever had, and I will go into this because I don't care anymore, <laughs> is walking home from school. Really? Yeah. So probably, um, yeah, seven or eight. Walking home from school, uh, I must have probably needed the toilet for like three hours and didn't go because I didn't like going in between le- like in lessons and stuff. So it would have yeah. been the later, the latter half of school um, after lunch. And I remember starting to walk home, and you know, kind of, you feel like you're probably going to need the toilet, so you kind of walk a bit faster. 
And then, of course, the closer you get to your house, yeah. the more you need to go. Yes. Bottom of my road, piss myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Excellent work. I couldn't do it. I just let it go. I was like, no, I'm going. And then I just walked slowly up the road. Nice. And I carried on all the way down my trousers. Wow. It was awful. It was a horrible time. Luckily, there was nobody there. It was okay. No one knows. <laughs> Apart from everyone now. Know. <laughs> Do you ever get that thing? Again, this is all on you. I'm not going to answer any of these questions. Seriously? Um, no, you of course I, I will. But I was just on that note. Do you ever get that thing where like you're literally putting your key in the door and then out of the blue... You've never been so desperate for a wee in your yeah. entire life. It's just like, why now? <laughs> you haven't even thought about the toilet. And then you get... You, that, like, oh! that key plugs into the door and you're like, yeah, need to go right this second. <laughs> then you run up the stairs and you release and you just... Yeah. <sighs> can't get the door shut quick enough. Is there really any better feeling, though, than finally getting to a toilet? Absolutely not. There's not, is there? No. It's like you've just conquered the world. Yeah. It's amazing. Did you have an answer, though? Uh, for the most I've ever needed a wee. Yeah. Uh, I was coming back, I think, from a... I think also from a gig. Um, I've got no idea where it was a couple of year, years ago, but being on a train and with my girlfriend at the time, and I was like, I'm going to wet myself. Like, I, Trains with toilets? No. No toilet on the train, and it was about a f- t- 10 to 15 minutes between the stop previous to our one and the stop I was meant to be getting off at. And I needed the toilet quite bad anyway when we passed that last stop. I was like, she was like, do you want to get off? But I looked at the board and there was like 20 minutes left. To, sorry, 20, 25 minutes to the next one. It was quite late at night. It was cold. So I was like, do you know what? I'm going to hold on until our stop. And Which is the next one? Yeah. But like as soon as those doors shut and I thought I've got about 12 minutes at least left, I suddenly thought I've made the most <laughs> terrible of terrible mistakes. And like... Honestly, I was in agony. I was like shaking. I was like, I'm going to wet myself. Like, I just couldn't hold. It, it was the most agonizing thing. And I kept thinking about like, um, there's a Simpsons episode where like <laughs> grandpa's bladder explodes or something. Um, I kept thinking that. I was thinking, what's the worst that's going to happen? Yeah. Will I pee myself or will something? Yeah. I'm like, I'm getting myself into a state of having a, yeah. But I was in such bleeding. agony and like, so as we... I'd managed to hold on between the stops and then we got to Stonely Station and like I was at the door like an Olympic sprinter ready to sprint and I honestly I've never run so fast in my entire <laughs> life pegged it out of the station and like literally you had the barriers and I went a yard to the left and just I couldn't get my trousers undone quick enough I couldn't do anything it was like <laughs> and the entire world came out of my bladder <laughs> the seven seas I was left a costume of a man <laughs> uh, yeah yeah a really so you did get it out in time get <laughs> <laughs> out of my trousers yeah, yeah. that's uh, great yeah but honestly I was sweating like I was I, was, I couldn't it, it's such a horrible <laughs> sensation um um, so yeah, you've got a musical highlight to play. I do. It does link to this. I mean, the the song that was playing at the time, which I can't, I find a set list, so I'm f- struggling to find it. But I think it was this one. Um, this song was like the the anthem of me needing to go to the toilet. The yeah. song kept getting quicker and quicker and quicker, and it wasn't ending. And it was just getting to the point of like, it was like, like I say, the theme tune of what was happening to me. 
So I'm gonna, just going to play that now, and if you'd like to imagine me in that seat, front row, with ten people either side of me, needing to release the liquid. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, Speaking Gently by Bad Bad Not Good. Nice. So, there we go. That is my highlight. Think of it what you will. Mostly about P, but also <laughs> the gig. Tim, next song? Well, highlight. I, I feel like after all that, I should probably be relatively brief. Um, but I am going to address... I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to address something that isn't going to be my highlight. Um, oh, really? But... So you're going to have another two highlights like every other? No, I'm, what I'm going to say is... As people who listened to the little um, apology message last week will have noticed, I've been quite excited by something. I wasn't being sarcastic. Uh, Taylor Swift's new album came out. It's called Reputation. And the reason it's not going to be my highlight is purely because, um, purely by definition of being who she is, every uh, move Taylor Swift makes receives a thousand column inches and a thousand think pieces uh, and a thousand people analysing everything she does and this album there's nothing we're going to add by talking about it because it's everywhere okay but I do want to ask the first kind of couple of songs that we heard I don't think we were fans of I don't think you were a fan of them no although in within the context of the album they make more sense um, does it does it not come across as try hard? Does it not come across as somebody trying to refresh themselves in a in a manner that other people have done before? It just seems it seems like an obvious move. It seems like something that is very uh, manufactured, kind of. But then, I, and I'm I, saying this by like so as somebody that hasn't yeah, really looked into I, it and will. And I I do but, I do accept that, and I do um, understand why that would be people's criticism. And you know, she's not going to be for everyone. Um, no, there's no getting away from that but I think if you look at it another way it's a really bold move in that she was a kind of a child country star uh, you know was a Grammy award winning hugely successful um, and over the last two albums made a real step into making pop music and in in 1989 I still I still maintain that's one of the best pop albums of the last decade I think it's really really stands up Um in terms of the musicality, in terms of the songwriting, in terms of everything. It's a real, real fantastic piece of work. And I think it's really bold to having taken such a huge step to make it to that point, uh, to then go and do something different again. Um, And you get a lot more electronic kind of stuff um, in this. It's not the kind of occasionally overly sickly sweet things that we've seen before it's different you know it's got a bit more attitude it's got a bit more backbone but what what is consistent is that she's genuinely a really good songwriter there's there's no getting away from it and I think the more um, the more thoughtful pieces I've read analysing this album have kind of acknowledged that there's a there's three songs in the middle which are um, 
gorgeous getaway car and king of my heart and each one of them is really really smartly written um you know in a way that other pop stars don't do other people who you know we we said when we heard those first couple of songs like oh it sounds like she's just trying to do you know the rihanna thing or whatever it is but not doing it as well as someone else has done it but actually when you listen to the whole album you realize that other people are doing this kind of pop music and not writing as well as she is um it's an interesting piece of work. She's going to fall um, kind of into the trap of people not maybe giving her the chance. Because it's 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 cool now to hate Taylor Swift. Yeah. It's cool to say certain things. Like once one person has said something like, oh, she's trying to do this. People will just jump on and say it regardless of yeah. what the truth is or what they actually think. It's just, you know... It, it would be interesting to definitely give it a full listen and to read other people's views on it. Some people that obviously care because, I mean, I, I haven't heard anything about it yet in terms of reviews. And there's obviously you, you're going to get your big uh, magazines or outlets or whatever that are just going to either slate it because everyone else is or, yeah. you know, uh, I, I will give it give it some time. Um, I mean, it, it's one that we'll see. Yeah, it's one that it's it's always gonna divide. It's always gonna there's gonna be people who are into it by the fact that it's her. There's people who are gonna hate it because it's her. There's people who are gonna listen to it on merit. Like I said, I didn't really want to. I don't really want to get into it because I think a million things have been said about it already. Um, but I I think it's really good. It's not as good as 1989. There's no there's no getting away from that. But okay. it's an interesting next move and it's a good album. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just going to pick something else that I can talk about really briefly um, because I think we're probably a bit pressed for time in this part of the podcast. Possibly. Um, someone we've talked about many times before, Jamie XX um, of The XX, in case you didn't guess. Um, he does something which I think is really interesting and I would like um, I would like to see him do more. He's put out a remix of an XX song. Um which just to me, as soon as I heard that, I was totally intrigued because it's like, surely you worked on that song and that was the version you really. Well, it's already interesting that you say this because their live show was very different, wasn't it? Was very much kind of like a remixed XX, yeah, in a way. Yeah. So he's put out uh, a single, which it's him remixing on hold, which is actually one of uh, my the older ones, isn't it? Pardon? That's one of the older ones, isn't no, it? No, it's on the new album. On is hold. it? Yeah. But it sounds like an XX name, doesn't it? So. <laughs> yeah. But it's one of my one of my favourite songs from the latest album. Um and he but he he makes it totally different. There's a there's a bit in the middle, um I don't know if that that'll be the bit you play in the edit, who knows? But there's a bit in the middle where it just it just it's just so cool. He's one of those guys who's just effortlessly, brilliantly yeah. cool. Like to a point where you just I mean, remember when we saw him at Glastonbury and it's just like I saw, we were quite far out of the tent where he was DJing but I just sort of saw him in the distance I was like you're the coolest guy in the world I love he, you he very much is at the moment isn't he yeah. he's, he's got a lot of people's respect yeah he's really kind of one of the best at what he does yeah um, and also as someone else who does a similar thing it's a it's a double A side 12 inch out on Young Turks at the moment which is my musical highlight of the week because um, the other the other side of it is Fortet uh, doing a remix of A Violent Noise another XX song okay. um both are really, really exciting, really interesting, and um, it's on this like lovely, sleek white vinyl, and it's just like aesthetically, it's 
uh, stolen my heart this week and also like I say Jamie's uh, remix in particular is brilliant so that is what I would like to play nice and yeah if you can play the middle bit do that I can certainly try my best I will play the middle (laughs) (laughs) nice one there you have it that was the jamie xx remix of the xx with on hold wicked how did you feel about that i loved it good i'm glad i remembered the song yeah um probably the original first good and it actually seems very different from that as well like massive massively massively different yeah and the nice little um drop which i did get in there tim um (laughs) which is like i said to you a a bit of a, a 90s throwback yeah not in a cheesy kind of dated way just like a oh that sounds 90s yeah, yeah. very good yeah I think oh, um, is he, sorry is he around XX? he must be 30 yeah maybe a little bit younger yeah just conquered the world um, but yeah I was very much like I think also I was kind of predisposed to be into that when I heard it on Monday mm. because over the weekend I was driving uh, my lovely lovely friend Becca I'm going to shout her out uh, we were driving up to Coventry together, and um, on the way back, uh, just had the radio on, and like every single radio station, it appears on a Saturday night, just has club classics. Um, really? Like literally, How late? Not even that late, like eight o'clock, nine o'clock. Ugh. But just like you could not move for it. But it was great. It was really good. It was all like '90s club tunes, and it was like, it was that kind of stuff, and it was brilliant. Fair enough. Um, really, really enjoyed it. So I think maybe I was just in the mood to hear. Tune. And then the car broke down again. It got a little gadget out. <laughs> I wish. Couldn't do that in the 90s. No. Uh, so, yeah, there you have it. That brings to a close what exactly? Hazza? Um, that would be a close to the musical highlight of the So I'm going to say three words to you, Harry, which I think a week ago might have had a very different meaning. Okay. Are you ready? I think so. Moz the monster. How does that make you feel right now? Right now? Hmm. A little bit, a little bit scared. <laughs> a little bit disappointed. It makes me feel a little bit like I want a lamp for Christmas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nonsense. Uh, whereas a week ago I'd have been like Morrissey's the best (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, what we are talking about listeners as I suppose our our British listeners will probably know but uh, around the world uh, everyone else is going to be completely bemused I think they'll have their own versions of what we're going to talk about yes Uh, so over the last I guess week five years oh sorry Uh, well I can tell you 2010 
Okay, seven years. Over the last seven years, listeners, uh, here in England, one particular brand, but generally just speak, speaking about Christmas adverts, uh, they've mm. become such a huge, huge thing over here to the point where we have like reviews written about the John Lewis Christmas advert. Um, and there was a, there's trailers now. You can There are trailers yeah. for one minute long adverts, which is quite a state of affairs i think we can all agree um and yeah the the unveiling the premiere of these things is a real big event john lewis does lead the way but there's a number of other uh christmasy brands that around this time of year is just kind of stealing everyone's attention yeah it's definitely around this time of year it's become a little bit of a battle um predominantly kind of supermarkets um plus a few other little things here and there, yeah. they will bring out a Christmas advert, something that will play throughout the Christmas or the holidays. Um, and it's now become like a really big thing, especially in well, in the advertising world. Yeah, um, They are short stories as much as they are anything. And I just want to throw this out there just because I feel like I want to say it before I forget it. Mm-hmm. Uh, H&M last year. Did you see it? Where's Anderson? Oh, was that the Wes one? Yeah, that was really good. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But we all need. But like, th- this is the thing though. They're big directors come in and do these things now as well. I can't remember who did the John Lewis one this year, but he's a big name. Right. I think he might have won an Oscar. Interesting. Certainly not for this. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> um, so yeah, what this is highly so- anticipated. Sorry to cut you no, off. No. I just uh, how dare you? I especially in. The industry. I mean, I work in this industry. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, <laughs> the ninth time. Very anticipated. Like people are just waiting for these weeks. Everyone's like, "Oh, this one's come out. Now we've got to wait for this one." Oh, it's Thursday, and this one's just come out. Now let's wait for the weekend, and then these people will release it. And like people wait for them to all be out. And I think the majority are out now. Um, but it's a big time of year. Yes. So essentially what we're talking about this week, listeners, is not just Christmas ad, but adverts. But, um, you know, adverts are always like an interesting entry point for music. Um, you know, there's very often tunes you hear sort of pop up through the ad breaks where you're like, oh, what is that? Bit of Shazam. Whip that out. Um, and also those kind of classic songs that will, uh, although interesting and artistic in their own right will be just intrinsically linked to a brand forever it's just inescapable Mm. that link within our minds um so this week we're gonna i guess just be playing some advert songs whilst also obviously potentially uh having a little think about the beginnings of christmas and you know capitalism it's that time (laughs) of year we love it or not um so i guess really each pick is gonna it's gonna be open to whatever interpretation we want to put on it, I think yeah. is really what we can say at this early stage in what is going to be a nine hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so Harry, would you like to uh, make your first pick? I will make my first pick. Um so I don't know how you really went at this, but I've kind of head got, on. Yeah. Um I've pretty much just picked some of my favourite music from adverts. And uh, the way I'm going to do this is I'm going to play the track. And firstly, I want you to tell me if you remember what it's from. 
mainly okay. because there's one that really interests me and then there's one that you won't know what it's from but I'm just going to play it anyway because oh, I great. like it <laughs> so it's you know, a little bit of a quiz slash almost not really one it's a very fluid episode Tim nice. it's, a, it's a do what we want kind of vibe water and fluids yes oh, here we go <laughs> um, so the first one I'm going to play is this So, that was a song. Tim, do you remember what it's from? I think I do. I think. Right. Is it... Um, okay, so I'm going to describe the advert first because I'm not sure I know the brand. Although I think I know the brand, so don't interrupt until I've got there as well. Okay. So I think what we're seeing is a man walking along a beach. Yeah. Uh, just in some Speedos, who I thought for a long time was... Uh, Ray Winston, but I don't think it is Ray Winston. <laughs> no. um, um, and is it Southern Comfort? Yeah, that was Hit or Miss by Odetta. It's a good song. It's a great song, and it's a brilliant ad. And I watched it again today, having kind of forgotten about it for a bit. Yeah. Um, and I thought something more happened, because I, 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 it's kind of iconic now. Yeah. Um... And I would say less so the song. I think uh, you know, obviously, visually, it's become iconic, and the song definitely helps that. Like yeah. it aids it to to be what it is. But I think I don't think it is one of these songs that people would hear and, and automatically know what it's from. Um, but it's I love the way it does nothing for about <laughs> yeah. thirty seconds or whatever. I think it's the thirty seconds spot, and it's just. He does go out of the screen very briefly at one point and he comes back just with a, yeah. with a drink and he's walking along and nothing happens and it's just this instrumental, I think, playing. And it's like... Um, in the advertising world, it can be a bit tricky because people... Uh, advertising can go, can go kind of two different ways. It can go obvious in your face. Yep. Here is a, a thing and they're holding it and they're saying, buy it. Yeah. And then it can take risks and it can do something that doesn't seem like it means anything or it might seem kind of quite detached from what it's selling. And I think this kind of does that very well. It's just odd and yeah. weird. And I can imagine it would have taken a while to clear that and for people to be like, yeah, this is great. This is what we're going to go with. Yeah. I always I always find it funny to like, when you see those totally bizarre adverts or just also when you see the totally shit ones like I I kind of love imagining the pitch meeting where someone's yeah. like so this is our idea and it's just like a a drawing on a piece of white paper of like a fat man walking along a beach and they're like what? Yeah, no like, what's this got to do with the, the drink? and they're yeah. like yeah but is the music as well and they're like no I gotta be me though I exactly. gotta be me I think it's beautifully shot and it's so simple and and the sheen off his belly is quite something it's impressive from my memory and he's, he's like a the funny thing is he's a um, he is a large man 
A large mammal. A large... <laughs> he's a large mammal <laughs> Land with speedos mammal. on and he's shiny and big and he's walking... And I don't think I've seen anyone cooler. I feel like he's the kind of person that we all kind of want to be. Yeah, just not giving a flying he monkey. He doesn't give any monkeys. Flying or Never given a monkey, landed. <laughs> Flying or flooring, he d- they doesn't care, and I, I I absolutely love it. It's kind of the height of advertising. It was advertising at its best, and um, I'm surprised you. Well, I'm not surprised you got it. I really but, liked that advert at the time. Right, I think that's why. Yeah, that one it was me. big. It's certainly not a small one. Um, it's certainly not a small one. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, so that's my first one. Well done. Cheers, mate. One nil to me. I don't want to score these because I feel like if I lose, it's, you, you might as well have my job. Well, I mean, I might as well have it anyway. There's a, neither here nor there. Um, okay, sense. so I'm going to give you a little clue here because I think... Um, well, it's not really a clue, actually. It's the opposite of a clue. Um, That's nonsense. I, I can't really remember this advert particularly. Brilliant. <laughs> I really loved the song. I really, really loved the song. Uh, so I just want it to be in my um, in my three. Fair enough. Um, but you might remember it because it's relatively recent okay. and um, it's not out of context with this episode. Nice. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to play this. Is it advertising bullshit? <laughs> yes. It absolutely is, yes. Um, so I'm going to play it. Um, do Good. I say the song now? Before? No, I don't know how we're seeing this. I'm confused. You just play it, mate. Okay, I'm playing it. Sailing across an empty sea. This time tomorrow. What will we know? Will we still be here? Watching an Harry, do you know... Haven't a bloody clue. <laughs> you don't know? No, I can have a clue. Um, what kind of... What's it, what kind of thing is it advertising? They might have already been mentioned today on this very podcast. What, the, the item? The brand. Um, car chargers. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's John Lewis. That, that was on a John Lewis advert earlier, really? earlier in this year, I think. Maybe oh, wow. late last year, just before Christmas. Um, I wanted to play it because I really love that song. It's Gaz Coombs, who uh, used to be lead singer of Supergrass and has gone on and done uh, two really amazing solo albums. first one, um, I think, was nominated for a Mercury Prize, although I actually think the second one, Metadol, was better. Um, He's a really, really great vocalist, and he's kind of he's softened down a lot in, in his post Supergrass days. But like, just lovely, and I've, obviously uh, we all remember fondly Archie of Mind of a Lion's tales of meeting Gaz um, yeah. at some festival back in the nineties. He just seems like the nicest person in the world. Um, that's a cover of the Kinks as well. Uh, I love the original version of that song, but I actually I like Gaz's more. I I, I just kind of. It just feels really heartfelt, and it wasn't 
you know, John Lewis are really famous for getting people to cover songs in a really cheesy way. Yeah. From what I understand, actually, Gazza covered that song first, and then they just used it on an ad. They placed it there. Um, but I just, I just think it's lovely. Um, I really want to play it, and I think it's been one. You know, we both have these kind of back, uh, back catalogs. Not catalogs. What am I talking about? Like a set of songs that we've always thought I'd like to play this at some point if the opportunity occurs. Of course. So when we decided to do this episode, I thought, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna whip out a bit of Gaz Coombs. Was it a tune? So it wasn't a tune that they had re-recorded for it. It was a tune that was just a version of a song that they picked for it. Well, as far yeah. as you know, yeah. He put it out in 2014, right? Which was way before okay. the advert. So. Okay. Cool. That's pretty good. There you go. Number one. Nice and one. And it's still one nil to me. So. Yeah, but that's not fair. Um, <laughs> you well, obviously had my one within your picks, and you just remembered it. No, I didn't actually. That's you know, fight if you want to say that. <laughs> then okay. Um, now this one, it was going to be part of. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to go from. Well, I'm going to ask you what is it anyway. You're going to know it. It's not going to be like a a shock to you. But it is one of the most beautiful ads, and it that I know that I've seen in my life um, that has always shone above the rest. And okay. it's one that, you know, is it's the height of advertising for me and it's the height of mixing music with an advert. Okay. So I'm going to play this song I feel like everyone's going to know, know it. it is. Of course you will. <laughs> Just from the build-up. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to play it and you're going to guess it and you're going to get it right. So this is it. One night to be confused one night to speed up truth We had a promise paid Four hands and then away Both under influence We had divine said To know what to say Mind is a race away So, Tim, obviously. Yeah, I mean, this was... I, I think it was always a potential pitfall um, that we were going to have researched the same things um, there's certain adverts which really do stand out I'll let you do yeah I mean this one was always going to be this one I kind of struggled with because it was always going to be one that I would want to talk about um, in terms of quizzing ourselves Tim it wouldn't be one that I'd want to pick but I've got three songs and I want to choose this one because yeah. it, it's one one of the obvious ones um, two it was uh you know, mixed at my place of work. Um, <laughs> and I just remember being, I remember seeing it for the first time. Yeah. And I think it might have been the first time I, I realised that adverts can be short films. Adverts can be just as beautiful as anything. Yeah. And it, it shouldn't just take Christmas time and all this new stuff. I mean, adverts have always had some standout moments. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we're going to talk about one that probably isn't on any either of our list. We're looking at the Guinness horses ad. Well, that's why when from your build-up, that's why I thought you were going to pick because that's left field, right? Yeah. Uh, also recorded at our studio. Yeah. Um, but before we like uh, make a mistake that we may or may not have made a minute ago, yeah, we haven't actually said what advert we're talking about or what song or what. Okay. Artist. Well, Heartbeats uh, by Jose Gonzalez, which is a cover of the Knife. Uh, heartbeats. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought that was an original. No, definitely not. Um, I will play you the original one time. Um, that was for Sony Bravia, I believe. Um, and it's the bouncy balls 
yeah. going down the road in slow motion. And it was one of those things that it became like a proper event because I remember there was like a there was like a short film of like the making of that, which was almost like a standalone thing. It was mm. like because it would have taken a lot of like. Like, I think I might have seen that as well, actually. Like, finding the street to do it in, yeah. actually releasing the ball. I mean, they did that. Yeah. They fully did that. It's not... There's no CG. At least I think they did a certain amount of it. Um, And it's funny because it... It kind of tells a story. It tells a story in terms of, like... It is very... This is what we're selling. We're selling a TV that can kind of give you these images yeah. of these beautiful colours and what have you but it the music that goes so well with the movement yeah. and it's the color the contrasting it's it's everything about the the piece that you put it on anywhere people will stop talking i think that's the thing like I, when i when i think of all the different elements of that i don't necessarily i don't necessarily even think that they go they sort of lend themselves to each other that much what i think is like what you've got is a song which is just so beautiful and there's such Rich. a warmth to it mm. that like you, all you want to do is listen to it and then there's a visual that all you want to do is look at it and it's like just the combination of those two things it could you know they couldn't they could match or they could not but it's just like I'm, I'm gonna be totally transfixed because I mean just that little guitar and like yeah, you know, the, it's the vocal and exactly yeah. it's it's warm and it's yeah. it's homely and it's yeah. it's sweet and it's beautiful. Like yeah. it's such a beautiful song. It's yeah. hard not to, and I can't wait for you to hear the original because it is, it, you know, it's not as soft. Yeah, uh, it's very kind of, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of exciting. If, you, if people know the song, then they'll, they'll think I'm exactly right. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, that is a song that I probably, I don't know if I have ever have played on the show. It's certainly one that I would have wanted to. And like you said earlier, it's it's just a chance for me to actually play that song. And yeah. I know people will see TV adverts, probably whatever episode title we've given this, and they'll know that's coming. And I, I apologise for being so obvious, but we're always, wanted we're to. always cryptic with our, song, our episode title. Yeah. It's not going to be TV adverts. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, that's my second pick. Nice one. Cool. So, Tim? So, I'm going to go for a song that, uh, when I first heard it, I thought it was, like, a a proper jingle. As in, like, I didn't realise this was an, a, a, an original song beforehand. I thought, you know, you know, the, you were singing one earlier, but I can't remember what it was. Um, An advert? Yeah, you were singing, like, a little theme tune product theme tune thing come on what was it I can't remember oh um, but you know the ones where yeah the the brand name is very much in the song that runs through the whole thing yes I thought this was that and then I found out afterwards there's not um, and I grew to love the original song so I'm going to play it and I think this is going to be an easy one for you okay. I'm going to give you a little free one back as I'm tuning it up okay I always leave the stuff piled up, I piled up in the 
sink But you will always find him in the kitchen at parties Me and my girlfriend, we argued and she ran away from home So there you have it, that was Jonah Louie with you will always find him in the catching up parties or is it always find me it is me Maybe. not him right interesting um, yeah Ikea 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 uh, yeah a Ikea kitchens advert like I say I thought it was just like a bespoke little no. catchy tune yeah. um, the greatest thing is as I know that I know the brief would have been for that it would have been we need songs with names of rooms in because that's all the briefs tend so, to be. I think, I think the great thing is that it's so on the nose. Like, well, it, yeah. yeah. Um, but actually, funnily enough, um, if you remember the the video, that's the video, the advert for that, there's two guys who are actually a band called Man Like Me, um, yeah. who I really like. They had a song called Peculiar, which always really cracks me up. Um, and for people like us of a certain disposition who happen to quite like football uh, there's loads of football references in it uh, it's a really really good tune and they're, 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 like, they're like a just sort of quirky little sort of sometimes they rap a little bit sometimes they're quite electronic um, yeah. I suppose a little bit of a novelty act they always kind of were and probably would embrace that um, moniker themselves um, but like their one's worth going and checking out as well but that Joan Louis song, it's a classic, and obviously around this time of year, we're running into Christmas. It's when uh, Joan Louis, I don't really know much about him as an artist, but I imagine his pension gets topped up every single year because he obviously has one of the big Christmas tunes in his catalogue too. Beautiful stuff. Um, so, yeah, I like that one. Nice one. So, on to your third and final. Lovely, thank you. Um, so, oddly enough, um, mine has changed. What I was thinking earlier is, firstly, it is a song that I think is beautiful. Um, it was what I was going to go for. It was, um, and I'm changing it now, it was Everybody Wants to Rule the World, but a, a cover by Lord, which was for an Assassin's Creed game. Oh. And it was a stunning kind of advert, it's like a CG film. Yep. A really good cover in that as well. But I'm actually going to go for something that uh, is a little old, well, quite a lot older. I feel like you'll remember it. I feel like it's probably on your list somewhere. Okay. But it really takes me back to a time of um, like adverts being weird. And it's not Belly's Gonna Get You because that was a great <laughs> fucking yeah. advert. I looked for that. <laughs> I looked for that too. But then I couldn't, um, like, there's not really a song to it. Like it's just no, it's gotta get yeah, exactly. yeah, it. I looked it up and I thought like there must be a song. There must be. <laughs> um so kind of that era, but I'm gonna play you a tune. You're gonna tell me if you remember it. Um so here it is. So, Tim, you got it. What is it? It's Flat Eric 
And I think it's for Levi's. It is. Flat Eric in Levi's ad. That's what it says. Yes. Uh, the tune is Flat Beat by... Well, it's a few different artists there. It says Mr. Oitz Oizo. <laughs> O-I-Z-O. There also, is, it says, um, artist here, Quentin Dupio. Dupio. All of these people are great. I mean... Don't know. But um, it's kind of... It's probably one of them tunes. Um... The reason why I went for that is because it, that's like your PG Tips monkey, but yeah. before that, isn't yeah. it? I think um, when I very, very first met you, so back in, I'm going to say 2002, Yeah. in your bedroom there was a Flat Eric. We had a Flat Eric doll thing, didn't we? We loved it. Yeah. And I used to do the uh, the office kid um, <laughs> your face. Yeah. I mean, I've, I can't do it, there's no camera, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I think I remember you doing that as well. Which, I mean, I don't know why we had that. I mean, I, the thing is what I can't... The thing I can't remember is if Flat Eric was a thing before that. No, I don't think it was. Or if it was a I think somebody it was made... Like, I think it was off the back of that, yeah. That's odd. Yeah. Wasn't like a Flat Eric show or like a... Happy days. Happy, like happy days, the 90s. Just it was. It was the time to be a bit odd. I, I mean, I can't think of the last time that kind of thing was made now um i suppose the meerkat the meerkats yeah uh, cabries cabries still do weird stuff eyebrows cabries do eyebrows the guy that's singing that song what yeah. is it i can't remember oh yeah we're never gonna do a louis <laughs> through here so <laughs> yeah we will try i'm gonna carry on doing it <laughs> <laughs> I can boogie. Oh, that was a great podcast. Probably one yeah. of the best podcasts I've ever heard. It's I've probably listened to that more than any other podcast. Like, I've listened to that episode more, <laughs> more than, than <laughs> But literally, I must have listened to that single episode about ten times. I was in Spain when I heard that. I think you had told me about it, and yeah, I, I think didn't I have internet. To you. I was like. You have to yeah. listen. <laughs> yeah. I went on for ages. So I remember... What a swim! I remember it was like my... Again, as we learned on the episode where I was talking about Team Westwood, I like to have like a little quiz for every week. And mm. when that first came out, I'd be playing it to people like, guess who this is? Guess who it is? <laughs> guess yeah. who it is? <laughs> you will never guess. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was kind of my throwback to those kind of days and those kind of adverts. Yeah, um, I actually didn't f- remember that Bailey's going to get you until I started, basically until I said the words. I'd completely forgotten about that. Really? Yeah. See, that was when I was when we first came up with this idea. That was one of the first things I wrote down. Bailey's going to get These like yeah, these are adverts that have you ever like been late night on like BBC Three or something, and they're doing top ten like um, adverts or top fifty yeah. adverts and stuff. That one's always in there. Tango's always in there. Yeah, the way of slapping him. The weird slapping man thing, yeah. which was a really big deal, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that. Flat Eric. Nice. I'd love to find him, actually. I don't know where he is. <laughs> Still at home somewhere. He must be around somewhere. Yeah. don't know. We've got a BG Tips monkey, and we've got probably a Flat Eric somewhere. Monkey. Monkey. Right. Anyway. Cool. So, third and final, Tim. Third and final. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go there. That's all I'm gonna say. Ooh. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna play it, and I'm gonna go there. Alright, there we go. We're going there. <laughs> a little less conversation, a little more action, please. 
it that was Elvis versus JXL with a little less conversation Harry can you tell me mate that was from probably one of my favorite adverts of all time yes it was the Nike advert I believe yep scorpion yep something I don't even know what it was uh, advertising but I think just Nike yeah it was just but a nice football advert the silver ball yes. that me and Jack had and like ninjas they're like kicking a ball at ninjas and that. It's in like a prison, isn't it? It's like, like a, a boat. cage. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Back when Nike were like making the best adverts ever. Yes. And that, like, oh, who's in it? Like Cantona? Cantona Henri. drops the ball yeah. into the top of the cage. He's like, what does he say? Let the games begin. Yeah. Like, Kumich or something. He says, uh, shall we begin? Yeah, let's shall begin, we begin now. <laughs> <laughs> Roberto Carlos, Ronaldinho. You've just missed the joke. Yeah, but, uh, what did I? I said, he says, shall we begin? Let's, Let's begin. begin now. <laughs> oh, little Jack's joke. Very nice. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry if I missed it, but I got it now. Well done. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. Um, some of the best footballers ever. Like, we had the football. I don't know if anyone else did. Did you? I had the football. You had it as well, did you? It was one of those where, like, you went and got it from the shop and you were too scared to kick it because yeah. it was so shiny, so shiny and so lovely. That was the best ball ever. Apart yeah. from the... Do you remember the Jogger Benito, Benito with the red oh! ring around the outside? I had that too, and again, I was too scared. Me to and kick Jack it. had the heavy, the heavy one, the small one that was like yeah. weighted, and it was the kind of silver one side, gold on the other. Oh, that was one of the best, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? I'm yeah. gonna try and find one of those <laughs> and never kick it ever, like my trainers. <laughs> um, yeah, good shout. I completely forgot about that. I think like I do think about it like every like year though. I yeah. do remember it. I think obviously for us, uh, like Nike adverts, they're always going to have like a special place in our memory and the tunes that go with them as well. Um, Because that Jogger Benito advert with Ronaldinho doing the, uh, whatever it's called, the chewing gum or the thing where he like flicks it outside and then inside. The flip flap or... The flip flap. The song from that, again, absolute classic. Um, There's the one in the airport, the Nike one in the airport. Yeah, that's old, that's 98, that's... Fat Brazilian Ronaldo mm. running around. Oh, all the unbelievable. Nike really had a run. And they were usually during competitions, yeah, like was, World Cups. And that stuff. one's 2002, the one I just played. Right. Uh, yeah, I think it's basically every World what Cup. What are they going to do this year? Because last one they had like that weird one where Wayne Rooney was like in a caravan. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I do actually. I don't really remember Is the context Nike? of yeah, it. It would have been Nike, wouldn't it? Yeah. I think. They were like, it was Brazil, right? Yeah. And footballers were like, oh, that was it. They were like uh, playing aliens or something. Oh, and they were trying yeah, to yeah, yeah. get a team together. Yeah. Rooney would not be in my team. Um, <laughs> or anyone's, I don't think. And they're, yeah, they're trying to get a football team together to play them. But yeah, that was, that was decent. Re- they do really big campaigns, oh, don't yeah. they? But anyway, um, to bring it back to music, as we're a music podcast, that Elvis versus JXL tune like is a proper proper banger and absolutely the first time I probably thought Elvis might be quite cool because yeah. I wasn't an Elvis fan at all 
And I think I must have been at primary school when that came out. Yeah. Do you know what I really love about it? Is that, like, the delivery of the chorus is really understated. Like, there's almost no lift from the verse. Like, he just, he's just like, little less conversation, little more action, please. Like, there's no, you know, normally you get a real big amp up and it, it's just, he just goes straight through. Uh, absolutely holds it. Like, the, the music can pick up around, obviously it's a remix, and, but the, the original's very, obviously it's the original vocal, but, like, the original uh, music is very similar too in that that picks up and he just keeps on this level. Yeah. Just, like, absolutely cool as you like. Um, we said, actually, when we had Emily on that we should really listen to more Elvis, and I haven't done it, and I really feel like I should. Yeah. Um, definitely something we're missing. <laughs> yeah, something for one of the episodes where we talk about things we haven't heard. Yeah, maybe we'll do an episode on our first listen to Elvis. Yeah, reactions to. We can, we'll join, the, we can yeah. join the YouTube gang, do all they're doing. Yeah. Ah! And get paid stacks. Ah! Oh my god! Look at that crazy thing! Oh. Advert! Yeah. Look at that crazy advert! Look at that crazy advert! <laughs> he says while doing an episode about advert. <laughs> yeah, well, we're not sticking adverts in here. Yeah. This is male kimp. <laughs> male kimp. I use male kimp. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Uh, if you're listening to this then you know that <laughs> oh dear put in the pub yeah back in public radio <laughs> uh, so I great think last pick well that brings to a close our, our episode our comeback episode do you feel like it was <laughs> worth two weeks wait <laughs> uh, it's always worth two weeks wait Tim um, yeah it was good it was nice to get the advert stuff done yeah um, now we can't do advert music again. Um, so there's <laughs> another category gone. <laughs> we're, we're swiftly running out. <laughs> <laughs> Could call us Taylor at this stage. <laughs> Should we come back next week dirty and like raunchy? <laughs> We've grown up. <laughs> Fuck our reputations. <laughs> Sorry, the old tracks isn't here. It's dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear uh, yeah nice one Tim nicely nicely what are we going out on Tim um, well shall I revisit you know what I, I think I know what's a good one to go out on yeah um, not the most spectacular advert ever but a great tune nonetheless and catchy as all hell by a classic artist who we've maybe never played on the podcast before so yeah I've got a pick ready for us nice uh, so we, shall we wrap it up shall we wrap yeah. it up shall we wrap it up like Let's a little wrap it up a little, little Moz the Monster doll can I just quickly say before we go if you haven't yet go and see the, the Moz the Monster doll that yeah. John Lewis is selling and then watch the actual yeah. advert and you'll think it's got what the fuck is that <laughs> it's got a bike seat for a nose <laughs> it's got big white eyes yeah it's insane Absolutely, they're taking the piss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh, sponsored by John Lewis. <laughs> yeah. We did a bad job. Yeah. I have been Tim. And I've been Harry. And this has been Tracks Once Again. Thank you so much for coming back. We love you. Um, we'll see you next week, probably, if we can be bothered to record an episode this time around. We will. We will. <laughs> see you then. Bye bye. Bye. Ain't got no bye. No
ain't got no mother, ain't got no culture, ain't got no friends, ain't got no schooling, ain't got no love, ain't got no name. Got my heart, got my soul, got my back 